the Gmail thing. Oh yeah, baby. Hey, we're live, Brad. We're live, <laughs> we're live baby. Tell, tell me more about, uh, Hey, Brad, I'm glad you got a little, little taste of what it's like to uh, be a part of the background for movie mate, or I guess for this TV show, but Hey everybody, welcome to filmaholics episode 22. Is this episode 22? I, I did forget to upload one episode on Spotify. So we're a little behind. We'll release that. It's kind of like an additional episode down the line for the Patreon. Yeah, for the Patreon. But hey, you know what? Let's call it episode twenty-two. Fat. fat He's back. Fat, fat, He's baby. back, folks. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brad, thank you so much. I would say you and Vu did a fucking awesome job together working this episode. I think you guys did a great job. I was laughing my butt off, um, and I was so pumped that we got the movie, the episodes going. But you know, I thought you also did a good job, of kind of leading the charge. I know Vu and you both kind of did. It, it was good, but I feel like you helped guide the show. So I, I tried my best, you know. I brought it back from my old thirty for thirty and thirty yeah. podcast days, and yeah, it was fun. I mean, you were out, you were dealing with our merchandise, you were overseas. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need someone, you know, to start taking charge of that because it's just yeah. not coming. Yeah, no, I was, I was down, I was dang, I wasn't having fun. All right, I was down on the, on the, uh, on the line working. <laughs> I was pushing, I was pushing us to get these t-shirts in, man. And uh, oh, and here he is. Mr. Vu, we're just discussing about how we're back and how I was on the front line essentially getting our shirts in. And they actually said we could add a couple more shirts to the agenda, to the line. So I did, you know, FAP, uh, FAP, sorry, this is a movie podcast. <laughs> so uh, we should be adding more as they come. <laughs> nice. How is it better? Is the internet better for you now, Vu? I know we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. Am, am I lagging at all for you guys? I don't think so, man. I don't You're think in. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. How's it been, man? I mean, I mean, Brad, I'm just saying thank you guys so much for last week for leading the charge and, and keeping the episodes coming with the uh, Valentine's episode, which was extremely entertaining. I thought that was really good how you guys did. Now, Lindsay was like, these movies are, <laughs> are, are, are Valentine's Day movies. And I said, I think these are perfect filmaholic uh, fapping uh yeah. valentine's day movie so i thought you guys did a good choice choice yeah and then who won i forgot i, I who shrek I baby who yeah dude shrek. and shrek almost got eliminated round one yeah shrek versus no hard feelings yeah. <laughs> it was tough i just watched the movie i thought it was really great mm -hmm. but um yeah me and uh, bianca number one listener we started watching shrek again a couple nights ago didn't finish it because it was late yeah. That movie is elite. It's I'm so telling good. you. Wait, so one, one or two, Brad. I know you Number were texting about two. Okay. The, the movie that Brad used to fall asleep to. <laughs> yep, used to yep. fall asleep that was to. such a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> and then I laughed my ass off at you guys discussing who's in train spotting. Or uh, train wreck, <laughs> yeah, train wreck, and Ezra Miller being in yeah, there. number one criminal actor. <laughs> yeah, I was oh. googling because I never saw it, and then I saw he was attached to it, and I was like, Vu, guess what? Guess who's in this? <laughs> I remember him. <laughs> I think you guys did such a such a service to the Valentine's Day episode. I think that was one of our best episodes we've done yet, and I wasn't even there. So I just thought you guys did such a great job. So kudos thought, to you guys you. for keeping it going. Yeah. Seriously. I thought it was extra funny that the majority of the movies we didn't remember, so we had to like, <laughs> yeah. remind ourselves about it. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of laughing. I will say that first, that first like, it was just you guys were just doing a really good job hanging out. They are like, it just seemed like the, uh, the, uh, the, the mojo or just the, how should I, what's, what word am I looking for? It just didn't seem like 
the vibe, you know, like just nothing. It didn't seem like as if I wasn't even there. You guys did such a good job of keeping um, film hogs running and just keeping our, while we're here today, baby. I don't know. Kevin, it was, I, it was I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Have you seen the princess bride? Yes. Yes. I saw it actually in uh, like fifth grade at, at school. Have you seen it again? It. Have I seen it since? Uh, I think once maybe. So I think I've seen it twice, which is too many, too, too twice, too many for me. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why but just like the people i have met in this world princess bride has just always been a heavy hitter for people what do you mean by that it's interesting like they just love princess bride so really? that's why i was like i was campaigned for it hard and i've seen it a couple of times and i think it's a good fun good fun movie yeah yeah you got andre the giant um you've got who's the main is it it's not michelle pfeiffer who was the main actress like there's a good amount of acting, and then whatever the guy who how many was Benito del Toro, exactly that guy. That guy was so fun. he's very iconic. Yeah, so it was Robin Wright and Carrie Elwes, who I don't even think big movie, but they didn't really go on to do. Well, I guess she was in Forrest Gump. I do know that it's yeah, she was in Forrest Gump. I do know it's like considered a classic when people look back. Everyone looks back fondly on it. But do you, would know. you agree that Shrek is the best Valentine's Day rom-com of all time? I think it's such an easy pick because yeah. you could watch you could watch Shrek and everyone could feel good about it afterwards. I, I agree with that. I actually think my favorite rom-com is Crazy Stupid Love. I, I get a, there's the only thing that bothers me about it, and we'll discuss it, is the fact the cheating aspect and that he got or she got a second chance. But I guess it was because he stopped caring, and you know that's the only thing that kind of I was like, all right, well. You know, eh, whatever. You're Either kind way, kind-hearted man, huh? Wow. You're a kind-hearted man. That's the only thing that bothers. But I mean, I just love the idea of building somebody. I mean, you know, he had to be single. So I, whatever, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I love it though. It's it is a pretty good movie. Um, well, speaking Gosling, of which, we will get into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Um, so I mean, let's get into it, man. I mean, it's I, I've talked to you guys over text, but I'd love to hear what you guys been watching lately. What you guys been up to? I mean, the agenda for today. It's kind of just to go over our movies, um, unless we have, you know, what movies we've been watching, as well as, you know, if there's been any news you guys want to discuss quick. I haven't had a chance. We've just been so busy. Um, and then as well as, you know, I have, a, I told Brad this, but I kind of have a future of directing opinion piece I want to discuss with you guys. Could take 10 minutes, could take 30, who knows, but may take even only a minute. And we may just be like, oh, that's it. <laughs> but I think it'd be kind of fun just to riff, you know, just to talk about this. Um, because we're in such a golden age of directing now. So many, this, I mean, when I created the, or when the, uh, when the committee created the, the bracket, it, it was, it was difficult to create just 20. So I got 20 on here. Whoa. We, we should have, we should have fun with these and I'm excited to show you guys, uh, what the committee came up with, but you guys ready to rock and roll and to jump in this episode? Let's yeah. Let's start it. talking movies. Cause I know. Right. Vu. You had a big oh. movie. Week. Yeah. Vu. Oh my gosh. Vu. This is the, he made it a full-time job to catch up this week. We like it. <laughs> Yep. So I recently traveled to SF. So I watched a lot of movies on the plane. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that's where all these movies came into play. And I was like, oh, Delta has a great selection of movies yeah. that are just free to watch. So shout out to Delta, even though my flight got delayed four times. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, the the first movie I watched was Blackberry. Actually, I decided to watch this just because it's a Canadian movie that's not on any major streaming apps, right? Like I don't, I haven't ran across just it on AMC. Uh, it's on AMC. Uh, yeah. a a partner of CW plus plus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nobody downloads AMC. It's like the worst streaming app. But yeah, sorry, keep going, man. Yeah, I'm I'm loving these like kind of like documentary type movies where it gives you a glimpse into the past of you know whatever but it's very very interesting like the rise and fall of blackberry was crazy because i had no idea like i obviously nobody uses blackberries now but the way that it all ended was wild (laughs) yeah and just the idea i mean you do you guys all remember the rise of blackberry i remember that being like the cool thing to have yeah every business professional like had one i feel like yeah i remember if you had it in our school in like sixth grade it was the iMessage before iMessage so it was like blackberry people texting each other and Mm -hmm. i just remember thinking to myself like man what i would do to get on there such a loser (laughs) i'm such an idiot i hate myself i hate my flip phone like yeah no i remember it's a great memo what did you think of it boo i thought it was really good i cannot believe the guy from always sunny is the guy in the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. They they thought he might have get nominated just because of how he such a great role. He did, he did such a great job in that role. Like he was such a prick. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was he was it, it was you forget that he's the guy from from Sunny in Philadelphia in it for sure. Yeah. He really epitomizes the character. Yeah, because like I always think of him as like a comedic actor just because of always sunny and for him to do a role this serious like the arrogance that he had in this was like just perfect. It was mm-hmm. perfect. And, and he, those are my favorite, favorite type of roles when you have somebody who is so well known in something and completely transformed to another role. I mean, that's all I could ever ask for in, a, in an actor. It, it, it just shows how truly great of an actor is, considering when they started Sunny, it was just six guys and, <laughs> and, the, and the woman, you know, or not six guys, but just six people coming together, five people coming together who are friends. They were, and I think they just got luckily bought out by FX. Like it wasn't like they were like comedians or even actors really at the time. They're trying to be, and yeah. uh, it was just interesting. Yeah, he had a, a little bit of the eldest boy moment when he got rejected to buy that NHL team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm from I'm from Canada, somewhere in Canada. He goes, that's where the vampires lay. <laughs> I was like, this is such a Kendall Roy moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really good film. Like that was great to me just the it's on my I'm, list to watch yeah, yeah brad watch it'd be I, like i said i mean it's not like a you have to pay attention super intently so i definitely recommend checking it I out gotta get a free trial yeah you know? true i did hey there's a seven day free trial i just just remember cancel right after that's what we did <laughs> i think i might be paying for it who knows <laughs> <laughs> what's one more streaming service oh, whatever <laughs> But yeah, after that, I watched Crazy Stupid. I was so pumped to see that it was on the plane because we just had talked about it like two days before about how great of a rom-com it was. And it very much lived up to the high expectations that I had for it. Let's go. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Like if I had watched this movie before last week, I think could it have gone further? Like I don't know what it lost. That's to. what I wonder. I yeah. that's why I was so disappointed. At, and I I thought it, it lost know. to Shrek. Okay, well, it was gonna oh. lose to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I think Crazy Stupid Love is is gosh. And you're right when you look at that cast. I mean, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is really becoming a filmaholic. You know, has she always been an A-list actress? 
Oh, or is this, or sure. is this more rare? I would say so. I mean, she was. What was her first movie? Because I probably, remember her back in like super, super, super bad. bad? Probably yeah. super bad. Yeah, and she was definitely the standout person in Super Bad because nobody remembers the other girl. Like you guys didn't couldn't remember her last last week. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if the other girls in like porn or something. <laughs> like, that's how irrelevant she is. <laughs> you can always fall back on that. If yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> she said, I mean, she was a uh, super bad zombie land, crazy, stupid love. She was in Spider Man with yeah. Andrew Garfield, La La Land. I feel like La La Land was probably like the first time. Like, she maybe that's like when. What well, do you guys ever see Easy A? I have not. Well, that was like her first, maybe main lead. Oh, okay. back in the day. Was I that a pretty good film? Or I mean, it was. I don't know. Just she essentially was saying like she she was like a seventeen year old person loser had sex and everyone thought she was a whore. So then she like owned up to being a whore. Essentially, is what it is. Oh, it's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> oh, good. <Interesting. laughs> yeah, but she was pretty good in it. Yeah, for sure. I think it was like one of those movies where like it showed that she could be a. It was one. It was a good teenage movie, and then it could show that. You know, she could lead a movie, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say if she's an up and comer or if she's now established, considering how young she is. Yeah, I feel like she's in like the elite tier of actors and actresses. I think right you're now. right. I think depending on yeah, especially with these Oscars, if they go mm -hmm. the way we think. Yeah, yeah, I think the way Brad and I want it to go. Not even the Oscars. I think she's got a bright future ahead of the Fappies, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I can't wait for when the Fappies are huge and people are, like, sending. I'm going to see if I can pay somebody, like, 150 bucks to do an acceptance speech for the Fappy or something. I don't know how I'm going to do it. We should, we should do a cameo, bro. That's what I'm saying. A yeah, a cameo. <laughs> just to oh say that we got God. somebody actually to do it. Do you think Ezra Miller has a cameo? Oh, <laughs> Dude, I bet he will send the sassiest, meanest thing to us back. Yeah. Fappy Award for Best Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love hilarious. it. I love it, dude. Yeah, right. Crazy Stupid Love, great movie. Also, the first Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds film I've ever seen. Ryan Gosling film Ryan Gosling, I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, just a great overall film. Cool. Good to hear. You liked it then. You, you think it lived up to the hype and you think it was it's a good rom-com, Alex Vu rom-com? Very much so. Good Very much so. But I, I, I'm with you, Kev. I know we talked about this, but the cheating aspect, I don't. I wish they would have gone a different route. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's always one thing that's bothered me because I just, I'm not a, I'll get off my little high horse or tangent, but I'm just not a fan of it. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then after that, I watched um, The Big Short. There you go, man. All right, this is you are getting things off your list. I like this. Yep. Felt that it was about time, and you know, had to get another Ryan Gosling film in. So. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, but it was just super interesting because you know we we lived through that, but obviously mm -hmm. probably didn't comprehend it as well since we were younger at that time back in two thousand eight. For sure. Just, I mean, I remember it. Yeah. And I, some would say this is Ryan Gosling's maybe one of his top three best uh, best roles he's been in. Yeah, he did a great job in this movie. Yeah. And it's just crazy how much shady shit happened mm -hmm. <laughs> back in the day and how I, unregulated it was. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And you know, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you can compare 
dumb money you could compare yeah. uh big Sh- or uh blah, 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 blackberry very much similar to to um to uh the the, the big short because they're, they're kind of like i feel like the big short was such a good movie that it mm-hmm. created almost a subgenre like a business background movie into yeah. the fall but also did kind of like the camera where it's almost like office-esque yeah you know there what I'm saying? so many like just random appearances in that yeah. movie like brad anthony pitt being Bourdain. in it yeah brad, brad pitt there was like anthony bourdain selena mm-hmm. gomez like just so like big big names in this yeah. movie which when, i was not expecting and Lindsay and i saw that movie together gosh when we first started dating like maybe the summer Ooh. when we first started dating together so i always remember that it's uh yeah. it's, it's a good, good movie Yep, good memory. And it got nominated. I remember it got nominated. It just was like one of those movies that at the time, nobody I, – I think people expected it to be good, but it was just like – I don't know. Like I feel like it just hit differently because it really emphasized how trauma- dramatic and traumatic 2008 was. I mean, if you don't remember, like for you and me, yeah. um, you know, I, I kind of remember. I remember seeing people I knew be affected by it, but I was in Mason City, Iowa. I wasn't, you know, in New York City. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, not good yeah. times. The fact that yeah. people were like down in Miami when they go down to that, and you just see the real estate agents talking about how they're selling all these houses for yeah. for like all these terrible loans, and they're so proud. They're like, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, like nobody, Schmidt, nobody, Schmidt yeah. from Schmidt yep. from New Girl in there. He's like, I'm doing thirty loans a month. Yeah, like, what was it five years ago? It was like 10, 10 a month. But like <laughs> nobody's checking over these loans now. You know, yeah. like, it's crazy. Oh. The stripper having five homes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you a little nervous for today because you you wonder because at the same time banks are always gonna be doing things like that. And I'm not gonna get in this tangent again, but mm-hmm. you, it, you know because at the end they do have that reminder mm-hmm. of you know hey they are they there's they're essentially putting out loans with different names on there. Yeah, you know, or you know same thing but different. It's like painting a pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the movie there was like a little. Like what's going on now? Yeah, and it says like there are no more like CODs. Is that what they were like? Yeah, or yep, yep. I think it, yeah. CDOs, 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 CDOs. Yep, where they put all the mortgages like AAA prime or whatever. But yeah. like, there's a new thing just called something different now. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh, uh, and I'm trying to buy a house, and it's just it's freaking impossible, dude. Yeah, uh, it's fun. It's always yep. good. We were just talking about the big short Boo Radley. Great movie. Yeah. Very good. Makes you sad. It really does. Like, do you remember much from back then, Brad? Like 2008? Like, not really. Yeah. Our parents probably, there's always a good, there's a funny tweet that's like, your parents, you're you're just like downstairs playing uh, Guitar Hero, like minding your own business, going crazy, trying to max out. And your parents are upstairs, like experiencing 2008. (laughs) You're just, just like, Playing like Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy times. But very good, informative movie. I like the way that they dumbed it down kind of just to give yeah. people a understanding of what all like all the terms were and everything. So I think it's a movie you can always look back because it, it was a true movie that described a bubble that, again, is, is it, our economy is so cyclical that, mm-hmm. you know, we can always go, you know, always – look back on things and we can look back to that a movie like that and be like okay this is similar to what just happened here you know mm-hmm. things like that we'll see well, who knows yeah. man. what'd you like more dumb money or big short Ooh. or blackberry honestly my favorite movie out of those three is probably blackberry oh, no man. i gotta yeah. see that movie 
Yeah. And I didn't tell you guys this. Did I, did I tell you that a former YouTuber directed that movie or am I, am I going insane? I feel like you mentioned that, but what? what? Yeah, he's, he, he has. I, oh, yeah, that's right. I tried talking. Maybe when I was hammered at the Fappies, I tried talking <laughs> to you guys about this. But he used to do YouTube. And one of my favorite YouTubers on YouTube back in like 2008. And uh, he directed that. It was pretty. He's the guy who wears the headband. So he acted and he directed in it. We got wait, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> one of the original founders of BlackBerry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, he he's the director. Yeah, one of the, yeah in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. he's yeah, one yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Okay. original. Yep. Yeah. Of R R I M or whatever it is. Yeah. R E M. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. He's fun. Wasn't he just hilarious in that movie? Yes. So wait, out of those three movies, then Kev, which one's your favorite? Probably Big Short. Okay, Brad. What about you, Brad. Well, you know, as someone who's seen only one of them. <laughs> but I really liked, I don't know, I really liked Big Short. Yeah. I thought it did it brilliantly, how it, ex- like you guys were just saying, how it explained a very complex thing. Mm-hmm. And I actually I came like- away from that movie being like, oh, I actually understand what happened. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Christian Bale's in it. Like, what? Christian oh, I Bale. know. Steve Carell, like, just. Great. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Brad Gosling. Pitt, Jeremy Strong, eldest boy. Yeah, the el- he's like Kendall Roy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think yeah. you missed that part. Yeah, I agree. What else did you see, Brett Arvu? And then the last movie that I watched over the week was The Creator. Okay. Yeah, probably a movie that I should have watched on a bigger screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would agree. I would agree. But pretty, pretty good movie. I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah, it look like beautiful it on that tiny screen on the back of the on the <laughs> back of the yeah? Chair? It probably didn't live up to like how good it actually is because of that. So yeah, that's maybe that's why I don't have as fond of memories <laughs> of that one. But it's like it's a decent story. Yeah. Because you guys have seen that, right? Oh yeah. I didn't see it in theaters, so I think we all three of us saw it on different screen sizes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw it on a TV. Nice. Oh, did you see it on TV? Oh, yeah, you watched it during that it's week on, of it's on Hulu. Yeah. It's been on my list, so I was like, might as well just cross it out. Yeah. I saw it on, uh, gosh, where did I see it? I in saw theaters? it. Yeah, I saw it on IMAX. Yeah. It was a great experience. Yeah, you and Lindsay, and she loved it, right? She loved it. It was one of her favorite movies of the year for sure. And she just loves sci-fi for sure. So I thought it was like overall super, super cool, but then maybe the ending was like the rushed part where they just didn't really know what there they was were a, doing. There was a lot of conveniences for sure in yeah. that movie. Um, a lot so of things where it's like yeah. you have to assume that you assume like, oh, I don't actually remember the movie too well, but I just remember thinking that like, oh, writing was a little lazy. I guess in a way it was fine. I mean, it just is it it good. It wasn't long, which is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that too. Yeah. Acting was good. I did enjoy the acting. I just, so. I like Denzel Washington's kid. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's cool. Yeah. He is good. I like him a lot too. Yeah. All yeah, right. That, that wraps up my uh, movie marathon. <laughs> I love to hear it. Man. I love it. We've, we've all had our own movie marathons where we've yeah. just been like, yeah, I watched like five movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I think Brad, I think Brad, you may have had the most in a, in a week span or 10 day span, whatever it was. That was, yeah, it was just a week of no work, no school, no nothing all alone. Because we're gonna make that for the holidays. Award. Yeah, we're gonna make that a Fappy Award now, the Couch Potato <laughs> Award. Yeah, that could be one for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, all right, Brad. I think I got. We see one of yours on here. That is correct. Perfect. I was able to. I watched one while I was doing homework, um, and it was Infinity War. Watched it in English. Okay, I understood it. Nice. <laughs> uh, overall, good movie. I really. Yeah. It, it's really a good movie. Um, obviously, I think there's some parts where I was a little like, eh, I'm kind of bored, but which the fights which are well, I mean, it's when you're hard. having three hours in theater and it happened, it's not like you're, you've already seen it. Yeah, no, for sure. I know what you mean. Um, but I, I, I think just the collecting of the stones is like a cool story arc yep. um, that keeps a movie going. Yeah. Um, and then the fight scenes obviously are great. I always get a laugh at this, even when I was watching it in Spanish, when they were in Wakanda with the force fields and the alien dog hybrid thingies were coming. Just like the variety of people there in their abilities. You know, you had like, I think his name was Billy or whoever is the Captain America guy that got brainwashed. He just has like a machine oh. gun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you mean <laughs> other Winter people Soldier? with like mystical powers? Yeah. You know? yeah. I just thought it was funny. Like, oh, that one guy, he's taking one out at a time. And then like Ford <laughs> takes out like a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true dude oh my yeah. god that's such a funny aspect of that movie i remember thinking that when i was watching it too like hmm, that's interesting that he only has a gun <laughs> but overall a good movie and yeah. i started endgame nice um again while i was doing homework and that one yeah i think it's all what we agreed upon like the time travel things a little yeah nah but I know it's coming at the end, and that's what yeah. I'm waiting for. So. And, that, and that is one of the greatest scenes of all time, some would say. <sighs> mm-hmm. Just the collective world watching that moment when yeah. it came out. Kind of cool. Oh, God. Good memories, man. Great memories. Uh-huh. Just yeah. being a part of it is something we may never be a part of again. Um, and it was it was something that I don't think they even expected to be such a success either. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's I miss, what I saw. Yeah. I miss movies like that where it was like must watch in theaters just because I don't want anything spoiled for me. Like I can't yeah. go on social media for the weekend until right. I watch the movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I remember I was I was uh, blocking words for like Avengers, Infinity War, and I remember I just realized that I was blocking for like four years. So I just I just unblocked all that stuff because I forgot to do. It. I wasn't getting any news about anything Avengers for like the last like four years. <laughs> Hey, it must have worked, you know. No spoilers for four years. <laughs> <laughs> I must be, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel bad because I bet there's some fire tweets about it <laughs> that I missed out on. But good, good to hear, man. What about you, Kev? You watch anything? I've been so busy with work. I mean, we've been watching uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, True Detective. I'm loving True Detective, Night Country. It is, oh. it's awesome. I I like it. Now it's it's very decisive. Like some people are kind of like, oh. This is some lazy writing, and this movie, honest or this TV show, honestly, seems like it's just a a mystery that they decide to put True Detective's name on it, but it has no real like. It just, I like it. I my pea brain likes movies like this. I don't need something so sophisticated. I don't care that there's easy like how did they happen to just conveniently find this and do this. And for me, it's it's scaring me. That's one thing I like about it. It's actually really scary, and I think Jodie Foster, low key, is. I have a crush on her. Like I, I, I don't know why. I'm just really into Jodie Foster right now. Um, I think all I think the acting's fine. I, I, I like it a lot. Brad, are you wow. watching it? I forget. I'm not. You're not watching. 
Uh, I was rewatching season one with our number one listener, and I don't think she was as into it. So, oh really? Damn. Might have to do it myself. But I yeah. forgot. I was. I'm actually watching Fargo first season. Oh yeah, good. who's in that one? That oh, what's his name? Hobbit. It's the Hobbit guy, He's right? Played the Hobbit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh man, this is gonna burn me. Thank God we're on a computer. Fargo <laughs> season one. Okay, what do we got? Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, with Billy Bob Thornton playing a weirdo kind of too. Yeah, yeah. Good, good villain. Yeah, I like it. The first episode, I was kind of like meh, and then I started watching it a little more, and I watched like a bunch in a row. Good. So I'm excited. That's going to be, I think, my like just casual um, watch it through season after season kind of show. Nice, nice. nice. But I'd say Jesse Plemons was good though. too. Yeah, I'm very interested in. Yeah, that. so it's it's Donald Glover, and then it's I think she's from Kim's Convenience. Um, Maya Erskine. Let's see. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's just. It's just. It's kind of like a. Oh, she was Pen Fifteen. Oh, Pen Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, That's so what that show's called. <laughs> or, or penis. <laughs> or penis. Yeah, whatever one would you like to call it. Um, it's hard for me to describe it. It's just. It's like a spy thriller. There's. There's. You know, a bunch of actors each episode that are that are kind of big, and it's kind of like a mission of the week, and you're essentially watching this group who or these two people who aren't who are like paid to be essentially married but they're they don't know each other they have no background with each other like it's like there's like told they just like show up one day and they both have to live in a house together so you're kind of watching their relationship form as they work Ooh. together um as well as being fake you know married and knowing the world can't know it about them and you know it's kind of cool to watch um especially because they're, they're supposed to be doing secret missions the entire time so and each episode has like a new a-list actor every oh. time so uh um, what's it on it's on prime if you got prime i, I recommend checking it out 40 minute episodes Donald is all fantastic of, did they release all of it at once or is it i weekly? think they did yeah i think they did okay is it anything did you guys watch that movie i'm guessing it's like kind of based off the movie i did watch sure. the movie i enjoyed it no i did too yeah that was hot yeah, and that's when Angelina they were both Jolie. in their prime. Yeah, yeah. that's when yeah. They, they got together, right? Yeah, that's, that's how they met. It was from that yeah. movie. Yep, rip uh, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually think Jolie was probably not better, but Aniston. I don't know this. I wish I knew more why he would have broken up with Jennifer Aniston. She was in her prime too at that time. Mm-hmm. But jo- Jennifer, I mean Jolie also was just probably elite and just. I don't know. I think I think Jolie was considered a better actress at the time than Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston still had that friend sting she had to kind of get out of. Yeah. I feel like she was doing more rom-coms back in the day. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Not that we look down on rom-coms no, at all. No, of course no. <laughs> yeah, not one bit. Yeah. <laughs> Probably most movies we watch are rom-coms at this point. At least we, we like that. Yeah, that's definitely me. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, jump on board with you there. But yeah, we got some good viewing in last week, then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys stepped up. You guys been stepping up lately with everything. I mean, yeah, I feel bad with me working hard to grow this business, grow this this channel. It's hard for me. <laughs> someone's got to do it. Yeah, someone's yeah. got to do it. But no, I uh, it um, I it just I'm glad to be back. And I'm gonna be watch. I might watch a movie tonight just because I had that energy drink for this episode. And I'm I doubt I'll go to sleep early. 
It's all <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I might just put one on. <laughs> just the things for fun. Kevy does. Yeah, just to get back, and then I think I'm gonna see Argyle tomorrow. Mm, I've been I, hearing some unfortunate sounds. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's what I'm hearing too. I was yeah. so excited about that. Sad. Yeah, it is what it is. We'll probably see. still watch it, but I, if it's pop, if it's entertaining popcorn movie movie watching, uh, that's all I need. I just want to be entertained. Damn right. Damn right. Gosh, I'm not trying to put it up as an Oscar. Might be nominated for a Fappy, damn it. <laughs> that that's is true. That's here. more important. That, when yeah. I watch movies now, I now look for what movies might be nominated for Fappies. So could be a failure in the you know, could be shit in the eyes of another and be gold in the eyes of me. <laughs> Fat cannot, first, Oscar second. Yeah. I cannot wait for like movie trailers to come out and like they're gonna have like a whole Fappy Award winner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta Too create dumb. a logo for the Fappies or something. <laughs> like I somehow like because you know how the Oscar's like so dramatic and so beautiful and has the, the person with the gold. Yeah, like, we gotta create one like with like a banana or like I don't know, like <laughs> Yeah, like an eggplant. Like we gotta ask, and then like Ezra Miller's face inside of the pea. Oh. <laughs> you know, like we gotta see if we can get uh, Kenny's a golden lotion that. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta. It, it'll be funny. It'll be funny. Even better if we can get a good lotion sponsorship. Maravay, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, we're open. <laughs> oh, perfect sponsorship. Oh, all right. Well then, um, hey, thirty minutes later, we're back in here, baby. We're, we're back, back to normal. Yep. At, at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, don't expect to be done in twenty minutes. Or how <laughs> Vu and I, our first episode was twenty five minutes. I remember being yeah. out, getting off. I'm like, oh man, that was long. Yeah, <laughs> Vu and I thought we'd long. be done early. Yeah, <laughs> two hour plus. <laughs> yeah, you guys had an hour and forty five minutes on on uh, on the bracket. I love it. <laughs> Oh, oh man too much good you guys were dedicated yeah. too much good combos you guys were dedicated it was it was nice it was nice um well cool man well hey we got i mean i don't have anything else with regards to news i'm sure there have been things about the news we can get back into that more specific for news but i had i i kind of want to be selfish and i want to go over this opinion piece because our today's bracket is going to be go, us going over the top directors i put today but also kind of like all time in a way, like we also don't know half of these guys. Like I don't know anyone from the thirties. I want a bunch of Oscars. So I just put like, what, what if you could the most somehow common with like big movies. Um, but leading into that, I want to have to kind of discuss you guys, with you guys. This is that, you know, the idea of the future of filmmaking. I think that we are in a new golden era of filmmaking. We're seeing it every single day. Um, but also what's kind of cool is that we're seeing filmmaking done in revolutionary terms. Um, not only from, you know, like I brought up for, for uh, Blackberry, seeing somebody I used to watch on YouTube, somebody who just used to create videos with his buddy and, and making, you know, using a camera on YouTube, now filming a movie that could have been nominated. It has been nominated for many other awards. Um, it's just so surreal to me. And I, and I think about this and I think to myself, okay, how are we going to change the future of directing in, in general? I, and I, I kind of create a list of people who I think are the future of directing but they're the future of directing in a sense of like they're either revolutionizing the game. They, you know, they're making, they're creating event style movies. Like you just said, Vu, you're looking for people who create movies that you want, you know, you have to see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when I, when I think of that, I think of like somebody like Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's made four, four or five movies. That's it. 
And he is somebody, whenever he's in theaters, it feels like it's like a big deal. Whether or not you watch him or not, I, I, I just know, I know for me as being a film guy, I've watched every single Jordan Peele movie, theater, movie uh, in theaters after you watch a movie like Get Out, which really at the time when horror was coming out was still was kind of in a lull. It was horror at the mm-hmm. time to me was like slasher, like Friday the 13th, Chainsaw Massacre for like the 10th time. Wasn't anything you're running home to. Whereas Get Out, I think may have been nominated for Best Act or Best uh, Picture or at least got some nominations. A horror movie at the time. Mm-hmm. To, and you know what's crazy is the idea is that he was a sketch show comedian on on Comedy Central. Yeah, like that's what blows my mind is that you, I, you when you're watching Key and Peele, I used to watch Key and Peele and think to myself, "Gosh, I you know I I would love that, that these guys are getting into comedy and things." But the idea he's going to now become one of the top directors and now he revolutionized horror in general for me. I mean, that's just that to me is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, did you guys see uh, Jordan Peele yeah, movies? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, I, think I, I remember watching Get Out it. in theaters. Yeah, did you see Us or uh, or Nope? I've not seen those two yeah. yet. Yeah. So, Brad, are they, what, are they just as good as Get Out? Us was fantastic. I don't want to say it's as good. I think Us was my least favorite. So I thought Us was actually my favorite. I think Get Out and then Nope. But I'm a big Alien guy. I think Aliens yeah. are super cool. And I liked the twist that he had on it without spoiling mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I think all three are just like, well done. Came out of nowhere. No one was expecting it. Now the man is like crazy respected and people are thirsty for his next movie every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think it shows that there's so much talent out there. Mm-hmm. And the real gatekeepers are the people with the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're watching these movies, and again, we're bringing it back to horror. I mean, I also think of like a thriller horror. I th- I brought I put on my list as well as John Krasinski. John Krasinski's only Ooh. made two movies, which is uh, get, uh which is uh, uh what's like what's Quiet the movie place. called? Quiet Place One and Quiet Place Two. Now, whenever I see John, and then he has a movie called If coming out. I'm so excited for this movie with If, just because I want to see what John Krasinski can do outside of the horror aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just for me, I feel like he. You look at him, you see him as I think of him as the office guy. Now he might be the most out of everyone who's like, okay, he was an actor, became, you know, an, a director. That's very normal for, for directors. Okay, you can say that. But the idea of like I feel like he has almost created event uh movies making. Whereas, you know, every few he doesn't make a movie every single year. I don't think I think Quiet Place Two came out three years ago, and then Quiet Place One came out in 2017, 2018, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, both they were many years apart. Yeah, both revolutionized the way. You know th- that we thought of it. I mean, it was just so unique watching something silent. You're in you're in a room of silence. I remember sitting there and hearing all the people around me kind of like waiting for the loud moment, and like being afraid. He was like, "Oh, oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be loud." I mean, he, they didn't they didn't they, they didn't take shortcuts with it with how loud it was in the theater. Um, so I think about those two. I think about people like Nathan Fielder, Nathan Fielder, who yep. just came who who started a show. Uh, you know, who started a show that was kind of sketch com, not sketch comedy, but it was like, how would you describe Nathan for you? Just a troll. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, just yeah. again, comedy. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and he just and he created a new, unique idea of him, essentially being kind of like Borat in a way. Is that a yeah. good comment? Is that a good comparison? Yes, very much. So. And just just get using people out in the world and not necessarily going in out of his way to be hilarious, but just putting them in predicaments and op in uh in situations. Just to see real life human interaction, 
Yes. And he created yep. this character. You know, now we just watch The Curse, um, which is the which rehearsal. was bought on Showtime. Huh? The Rehearsal. The Rehearsal, mm-hmm. a show bought by Max, one of the top, you know, I just feel like whenever he has a show now, it's 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 a must watch yeah. movie. It's must watch. Yeah. And I think for him, he directed the curse a lot, and I think he also directed rehearsal. I want to see what the future. He hasn't been in movies yet, but I want to see what he has. You know what I mean? What unique oh. kind of spin could he put on something? Uh, whether would, it's I would fund that GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. And then here's the thing: Do we want to see Nathan Fielder in something like a Marvel or a DC? What if what if James Gunn was like? Nathan Fielder's creating a a DC DCU movie, or do we want him to kind of stick to where he's at, which is this, you know, kind of doing his own unique bonky ideas, um, you know, putting out movies, kind of like my next guy, Bo Burnham, who was one for who was a YouTuber, he was also a standard comedian, but when he made a movie, which was, uh, gosh, I think it was eighth elementary grade. school, middle school, I think middle school or something like that. I think it's called Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade, it won an Oscar. It, he has one movie and he's won and he's won an Oscar. He's been nominated. And I think and why he's so different is because he comes at it with such a unique perspective, thoughts uh, on movie making, um, you know, going to, you know, things like that. Um, so I just, I, I don't know, but Nathan for you, I just, you know, could Nathan for you put out a movie where he's just like, you know what, I'm going to create a movie with a unique idea to create an Oscar. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent. I got two a more Nathan, guys I want to discuss. A Nathan Fielder Marvel I think would be a geek and hilarious. I just get nervous if something like that you get put in a box. Yeah. Well, like, isn't that what Marvel needs? They need something that's just absurd. Outside of the box. And good. Yeah. And just a real weirdo that's just got a vision. Yeah. I agree. But at the same time, I kind of want him just to put out a movie that's yeah. like. Just whatever he's just, got in his just, mind. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't have to act in it, but I want to see like him just put a bunch of actors together and maybe become the next Tarantino in a way or next, you know, whether it's comedy or maybe he creates something that's thriller or, uh, you know, like a Wes Anderson type movie. I don't know. I just, I would like to see what he, what he has. I mean, what do you, what else would you want to see out of like somebody like Nathan Fielder? A Nathan Fielder horror movie? I know. would be the scariest oh movie of all time. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's scary and awkward. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. a Nathan Fielder erotica movie. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious! First X-rated movie that gets Best Picture nomination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you? Could you see Nathan Fielder coming out with something and it not making you uncomfortable? Hey, I wouldn't want that. That's yeah. what. That's what hasn't that's happened game. yet. Yeah, like yeah. that's his bread and butter, right? Like he knows how to make the viewer uncomfortable. But then we, when I bring, when I want, and that's very much what the curse is. But when I bring it back to the rehearsal, the way you feel at the end of it, you went into it with one perception of it. You had an mm-hmm. idea. The trailer pretty much showed the first two episodes, and then maybe, but you never knew what was to come. Like the big picture. And I wonder if, like, I don't know. He's so different that he could create something. I don't, I, I don't think I want him in like a Marvel or I say that now and I don't think I want him in. I want him it's almost like create his own universe. like he sees the big picture. Yes. Yes. He like sees human interaction as like a thing. Yeah. With his lines. His perspective is so interesting. Yeah. Unique, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, so, I, so I've said those guys. I, again, I want more Bo Burnham just because if you guys ever seen Bo Burnham's YouTube – sorry, have you ever seen the stand-up? Every special of Bo Burnham's on Netflix – are the greatest, Same. most creative. I agree. I completely agree. Incredible, and yes. I 
recommend it to everybody who thinks comedy is fun, bad, in the middle. I don't care. Bo Burnham will shock you. It's my my dad's 67 years old, and it's his all-time favorite stand-up comedian he'd ever seen. I would he, say he's my favorite. He's my favorite too. He watches Bo Burnham and he he just he he's so mind blown because he's just like, how does somebody think like this? Yes, yes. You know what I mean? And that's why I wonder. You know, I, I haven't seen Eighth Grade in a while. I just know that he is so selective when he think. And he actually watched an interview. Imagine a movie about Donald Trump created by Bo Burnham, Whoa. and he wants it from the perspective of starting when Trump is a five-year-old kid interacting with his father and, you know, seeing, and he would create it as almost a satirical take on it. But in reality, and he doesn't want to give too much uh, nuance to Trump because Trump's, you know, he, he just doesn't believe Trump's a very good person, but he, he brought the idea of like creating a movie that's a little dramatic about Trump, maybe why he is the way he is. It's just, if there's anybody who could do it, I would, I would trust somebody like Bo Burnham to do it. I mean, I wish more people saw his special called inside during yeah. COVID because I think it is the perfect summation of the COVID experience. Yes. Yes. In America. I mean, obviously, you know, in America, but it's just so good. It's comedy, but it's also like a look at someone's psyche yeah. and the amount of creativity that one man can do with one camera and props that he just finds and uses is incredible. I mean, Vu, I, I'm guessing you haven't seen it, but you're yeah, watching. I haven't, I haven't seen any Bo Burnham yet, but like oh. I'm adding all this to my list now. It's, it's the best stand-up you ever see one. And and it's, musical. Inside, it, exa- it's musical. It's musical. Are they all musical? Yes. All three, all three are musical? But they're not like musicals. He in- oh. uses music uh-huh. to, to, to as his stand- performance. Just, exactly. Yes, yes. It's very much, and then he has stand-up in between. I mean, at the end of the one before Inside, I think it was called What? Mm-hmm. He ends with, can I say my shit? New York. And he does kind of like a Kanye West type song. And it's so deep because you essentially, he's, I mean, Bo Burnham, is, he's, he's very much outward as being like, I meant, like I'm very, there's a lot going on here. So it's very cool. I don't know. I recommend it. Definitely check it out. The last Watts, Watts period, make happy inside. Yes, all of them are gotta very watch good. them. Yeah, you okay. gotta watch. They're, they're really good. And watch with Rachel too. I mean, they're just yeah. they're fantastic. Adding to um, my list, guys. <laughs> and then the three last three, of course, we've got Greta Gerwig, who's just now getting nominated after every other movie when it comes to hers. I, I think they're all very unique. I mean, she was just it's crazy to watch her as from going from a B-list actor to being now maybe one of the top directors today. I think she's fan. I just don't know enough about her to go into it, but I disagree. She is kind of like the future. And actually, she shows up on our list. She's the only one out of this who I'm talking about who shows up on the list. Um, and she's only created maybe like six movies. The last two I just want to discuss with this is just, I think of like, have you guys ever seen the show Atlanta? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think of Don Glover. He directed that show, uh, a lot of episodes. I thought, cool. I just think Donald Glover making a movie, because of how unique that show was, not only was it just like the cinematography behind it, but just like the writing. I want to see a movie. I want to see more movies at it by Donald Glover. And then last is just uh, Bill Hader from Barry. I think Bill Hader directing, um, he directed a lot of his episodes as well. He did some of the most unique episodes. I just like the idea that you take somebody who's so, who's a killer who wants to become an actor in today's world. It was such a dark comedy. I think we just need more movies like that today. So mm-hmm. I'm going off the tangent. I'm getting off the tangent now. Just wanted to kind of discuss this before we went into our top directors of today. Um, Hopefully it made sense. There's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of talent. Yeah. 
And I think hopefully in the next 10 years, we can look back at this and create a list in 10 years with those got names on it at least. That would be cool. Yeah, so, new wave. A new wave. New so, wave. I don't know. You, if you heard guys it think, here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> if you guys think of anybody else, you guys love to interact. I mean, who knows? It's such a unique wave with Netflix, Prime, Max. There's so much more opportunity out there. We'll see what happens. Like you were saying, like people who are getting their starts on YouTube now, like who knows who could come out. Yeah. Because yeah. you get the amateur people just like grinding now. And then yeah. once they get a big break. It's just it's just so unique now. Fappy. I don't know. Fappy, man. I'm, I'm so fappy thinking about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think just wanted to lead into what the future may hold for, for directing in general. And now... Let's go into our tournament bracket for Filmaholics Entertainment's top directors of today. Thank you very much. And then I wish I could, you know, what I should, we should start doing I wish we had a music, like an intro music uh, that uh, that kind of was like, the Fappies Tournament. <laughs> I don't know. Just something we do. Just something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'll think about it. I'll see if I can create something. We All should right. record it on like Apple Music or something. Yeah. Garage, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> or we do like ah, like like a Lincoln Park like numb. Like every time we have to do the wheel, it just does a quick like ah, I'm so numb. All right, here's the wheel. Oh. I I am very glad that you're back, so we don't have to wheel it because yeah, I was yeah. not I was not very lucky with that. Wheel. He was very unlucky. <laughs> yeah, was he? I, I, I won. Like, I won five. I think he won like three. Yeah, and I think Brad just gave me one at the end. He's like, you know what? I'll just <laughs> we did. We needed wedding crashers in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's start this tournament up. Do you boys see the screen here? Yeah. Oh, I do. This is a fancy. Yeah. This All is right. Fancy. I, I signed up for this. Might be a waste, but um, is this oh, too small now? I'm already angry at the committee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got we now. The reason I picked these movies, and I want you guys to look at them. They're based off of how the, how the committee came up with this. Was one box office was not the number one, but it's one of the things that went into it. Two, how many movies? How many times they've been nominated for an Oscar by the Academy? Three, how many awards they've won? So let's say if they've been nominated twice, but they went two for two, they're probably on here. Um, as well as just some people who you know we had, like like I would say Brad added a couple. I tried adding a couple. So. Uh, I think this is going to be an interesting one because I went with the top 20 or sorry, the committee went up the top 20. And I think when you guys look up these directors, you're going to think to yourself, I don't know who the names are, but when you start looking at the movies that came from them, I think that's where this, this bracket is coming beginning to come a little more, uh, a little more like where you guys are like, Oh, I can add a little more to this, a little more color. Yeah. I'm going to do a lot of Googling this episode. I think. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, and that, and that's completely fine. We need that. So, You'll see here we've got, I mean, we've got the number one seed being Steven Spielberg. Number two, we've got as Martin Scorsese. Number three, we have as uh, James Cameron. Number four, Peter Jackson. Number five is Quentin Tarantino. Number six, Christopher Nolan. Seven, the Coen brothers. Eight is Stanley Kubrick. Nine is Francis Ford Coppola. Ten is Guillermo del Toro. Eleven is do, 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 Wes Anderson. 12 is Tim Burton. 13 is Denis Villeneuve. 14 is Ridley Scott. 15, David Fincher. 16 is Paul Thomas Anderson. 
17 is Greta Gerwig, the future. Uh, I think she's going to be a young up-and-comer in this tournament. We'll see how far she goes. 18 <clears throat> is David Lynch. 19, Jordan Peele. And 20, Christopher McQuarrie. Now, you guys are probably thinking to yourself, what the hell? We're going to try our best. I think I know maybe four or five of these. But yeah. <laughs> once we start looking through these these together, um, I think you guys can do – it's going to be a little more fun and interactive. You guys ready to rock? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, single yeah. elimination. Now, how we have it here is we've got the number one seed, number four seed, number three seed, and number two seed off – not round buys, but they just don't know who they're facing. So it's a little bit – they don't know how to prepare. They're not, they're they not exactly coming games. into this. Exactly. These playing games here. So we can start with the playing games. I think we should start with the top, which is Greta Gerwig, director of Barbie, director of – gosh, who wants who wants to be the – I guess we can all look him up, but, I mean, just, Barbie. just recently. Barbie. Lady Bird. Yep. Little Women. Yep, there we go. And then we've got Paul Thomas Anderson. Now, you guys are probably thinking, who the hell is Paul uh, Thomas Anderson? He came up with some insane movies. Have you guys ever heard of the movie There Will Be Blood? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Came out with uh, Boogie Nights, I don't know, 1997, which was nominated for Oscars. Licorice Pizza Phantom came out Thread. in 2021. Huh? Phantom Thread. Have you seen that one? No. No, it looked boring. Didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it either. Um, but I think well nominated. It, yeah. I think the big thing here is There Will Be Blood is maybe one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Has anyone else really? here seen? Has anyone else seen here seen it? I have not. I have not. Oh damn. Okay. Well, then I think if we have to look at this, and then Greta Gerwig, which Barbie, who is revol- which which has revolutionized. I mean, the idea that she created a movie that's been nominated for Os- eight or six Oscars and Best Picture, and is a Barbie Mattel uh, movie, uh, nobody could have predicted. So, what are you guys' thoughts on these two? Uh, it could be a harder one, but let's try. This our best. is probably going to be my hardest matchup because I haven't seen any of the movies. Directed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But have you heard of like There Will Be Blood or or any of the? I've other I've heard about, and it does intrigue me. I'm looking at the cast list right now. Paul Dano isn't he in Dumb Money? Yeah, Dumb yeah. Money. He's also yeah. the main villain in Batman. Oh, is he the Riddler? Yeah, he's the Riddler. Whoa. Okay, he, he does almost a better job in this than than in uh, any other than the main guy, which is uh, oh god, what's his freaking name? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that guy's incredible. I gotta yeah. add this movie to my list then. Yeah, it is long. I'm gonna say it's long. It's hefty. It's dark. It's it's uh, it's definitely a Oscar movie for sure. Okay. Yeah, I've just liked what Greta's put out. Mm-hmm. I really liked Lady Bird. Thought that was a, just a good like coming of age kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And then what she did with Barbie. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It was a part of what the thing to see. Barbenheimer. Mm-hmm. Cultural. I would. Phenomenon. I would pick Paul Thomas Anderson because of There Will Be Blood. But the other movies I haven't seen, and I like Greta Gerwig a little bit better too. So for me, it's it's Greta Gerwig in this first round. I think she's moving on for me. She's my choice at least. What about me you? Me too. I, I do not have an opinion. <laughs> All right. Well, then moving on will be Greta Gerwig. Let's go based off with Steven Spielberg the next round, which is not going to be easy. <laughs> Did you say Greta Gerwig was an actress before a director? Yes. She was actually in the, the uh, one-episode series, How I Met Your Dad. 
Really? Yeah, on CBS, <laughs> which debuted right after uh, How I Met Your Mother ended. Oh. Yeah. So she was like in that and a couple other movies too. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. All right. The next one will go for to get fill in who's going to be facing Martin Scorsese in the next round is going to be David Fincher versus David Lynch. So David Fincher came up with my maybe one of my all-time favorite movies of all time, which is Fight Club, Seven, Gone Girl, The Girl Ooh. with the Dragon, The Killer, which just came out this year, um, Zodiac. Have you guys seen Zodiac? No, I've not. I've seen seven. Oh, you haven't seen? Z- okay, guys, add that to your guys' list Z- as well. Zodiac that's fantastic. Is, I mean, we Zodiac all know it's Ted insane. Cruz, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer for sure. And then my actually my all time favorite movie besides The Dark Knight, Social Network. He directed Social Network as well. He directed Ooh. Social. Whoa, this guy has some bangers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Wow, and I've never—I'll be honest—I've never heard this name until now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's just one of those guys who just happens to be like a. Again, you look at these movies; they're all like getting nominated, or just you know, they're all really well known. World War Z. Yeah, he did World War Z. There's that, or he may have been a he may have been a producer on that one. Oh, gotcha. no, he's directed World War Z. Yeah, he directed it. Justin Timberlake featuring Jay Z's suit and tie. Did he direct the music video? Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me see if he did that. Yeah, he did yeah, direct it. <laughs> <laughs> no that is hilarious. So, so you guys see David Fincher now? David Lynch. We'll see. God, I've heard of David Lynch a ton, but I don't recognize anything that he's done. Have you ever seen Twin Peaks? No, I mean I've heard of that's like elite, elite. Yeah, I've never seen it. Dune, he did the he original, original Dune. Dune. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of he, he. It looks oh, Fableman, which is a good movie. It, but it looks like a lot of these movies were '90s and '80s movies. Yeah, which is going to probably hurt him with us today. Screw him. Not my pick. Not your. <laughs> all right. So who do you guys pick for this one? Would you say Fincher? Yeah, Fincher. I. The Social Network, another great like documentary esque film. Yeah, that was just fantastic. I think that may have started actually like the BlackBerry, like the tech kind of stuff. Was that was that before? Yep, two thousand twelve. That was okay. the first one for sure. I, yeah, I remember watching that in theaters. Even I was like, "Geez, this is crazy!" And now oh, it's amazing. Yeah, oh, they did such a great job. What do you guys? Out of all those movies, David Fincher came out with. What's your guys' favorite? Oh, that's such a tough one. Yeah. He actually has some crazy movies that he's directed. Gone Girl was insane. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> when you see David Fincher now, you guys think to yourself, "Oh shoot, okay, this guy's actually yeah. a good director." I can't wait, wait to see what movies he has coming out. I liked uh, Seven. Seven, so what's good. in the box? Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, Bad list. It's it's very very similar. Morgan to Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt. Honestly, it might be either the social network or Zodiac. Yeah, Brad. If Vu's saying Zodiac, you need to see I Zodiac. See Zodiac. It, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, God, Iron Man's in it. Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo's in it. And Mark Ruffalo's in it. Ooh. Well, who's uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s in it? Yep, Robert I mean, Downey Jr. But like, is Ezra Miller in it? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Ezra's definitely our, he's one of the criminals, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, Brad, it's scary too. Like, it, yeah. I definitely think you'd like it a lot. It's a it's on fantastic the list. movie. Yeah. Have you guys seen Manhunt or Man? No, I'm right. I'm not gonna get into it. What if I told you I've never seen Fight Club? I haven't seen it either. So I think you you and do you get Fight Club is known as like being like it's Fight Club, like never talk yeah. about Fight Club, but it has a deeper, deeper meaning to it that I don't want to spoil because it's it's one of those things where Lindsay watches thought, oh, this is gonna be just some man movie, and it becomes something where it's like, oh, and like it's just like Brad Pitt being hot and having an APAC. But it gets so deep and it, it's that's one of the beauties of it is that it's it's, it's not surface level at all. Hmm. Sadly, and, I do know the the twist because that's just everyone loves to talk about that yeah damn okay. I, I don't know it yet so don't ruin it <laughs> right, don't ruin. wait so kev what's your favorite David social feature? network social network oh yeah one uh, of the greatest was, movies ever made yeah i do agree on cool. that yeah how, how was the killer i only watched that recently good so. just it's cool to see you're just hearing this guy's thoughts the entire time as he's doing everything so you're not really hearing him talk but he's like He's like getting ready to set up his gun. He's like, today I woke up and had Cheerios because Cheerios are best for keeping your blood pressure. You don't want to, you don't want to shit when you have a gun, get shaky at all. And when I have my gun, it's just like, it's like very interesting. I don't know. And then the action scenes were intense and, you know, okay. dark. And, yeah. And that's Michael Fassenbender, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Jeez. He's a star. Wow. David Fincher might be my new favorite director. Now that <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. crazy. That's what I'm saying, man. And I'm thinking some of these great number. I think this is one where we're gonna have some upsets for these number one, two, yeah. three, four seeds. So, all right, moving on. We got Jordan Peele mm. versus Ridley Scott. Ooh. This does not seem like an easy one at all. So, Brad, do you want to be the stat guy? And you want to name off the Jordan Peele movies? Yeah, Jordan Peele, like we have mentioned, we've got Us, we've got Get Out, we've got Nope, I guess he did Candyman. He was a, he was a main producer for Candyman. Main producer in Candyman, and that's yeah. it. Yep. What about, all right, and then I will go, I can read off the uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Got a lot of movies. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what, he's, you know, Napoleon, Alien, Prometheus, Gladiator, the original Blade Runner. Um, Gladiator 2 coming out. That's fucking insane that they have a Gladiator 2 coming out. <laughs> I don't did anyone ever see Kingdom of Heaven? I did. You have? Day. Yeah. What do you think of it? I've never seen it's, it. It's really good. I think I'm, it's been so long. I think I watched it when it came out, but I'm pretty sure Orlando Bloom's like the main character, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. When you were like yeah. 11, you watched it? Yeah. I remember watching it really young. <laughs> but yeah, I it was like a fight for jerusalem yeah yeah you're right yeah i think they were fighting over just the land in the middle east but gotcha pretty good movie from what i remember as a kid i'm sure the only thing that i really cared about were like the fighting sequences yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm looking at this you got the last duel the martian blade runner 2049 black hawk down is one of my favorites robin hood body of lives american gangster hannibal <sighs> I mean, he's just been consistent for 30 years. Um, Brad, what are your thoughts? I think the easy one, Jordan Peele, give him more time. Yeah. Give him as long as Ridley Scott, and I could see him being 
just as impressive, but damn, oh, yeah. Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott's got some absolute bangers. Yeah. I mean, Alien by itself, that movie alone, like, redefined horror, just like we talked about with Jordan Peele. I just re- recently watched Alien. What was it thoughts? good? Oh, my God. It's, it, it still lives up to the, like, it, it, it's scary today. It's just as good today. Are, and then is that is that the one with like a bunch of movie like that's like a whole series right yeah yeah like Predator and all that like Prometheus well, this is, is before part of it. this is before Predator oh wow. Pre- once Predator got in Predator separate yeah oh Predator separate, separate? It, it's oh, better it's like they came together for like some movies but it's a whole separate yeah gotcha it's 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 as good as it gets I mean when it comes to sci-fi or horror would you say Brad yeah. I mean, it maybe the best sci-fi horror of all time. So good, Aliens, Space. Um, I think like the, the one it, from nineteen seventy nine is the one like one of the best of all time. Yes, it is so good. really. It's where Sigourney Weaver got like super super big. Yeah, I think you're right. I typically and, don't watch movies that aren't made like after the two thousands. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy. But no, now you guys are hyping insane. this up. Like this is. Okay, I, I mean it's a top. There's a reason that there's like I think it's a top six of movie of all time. Jeez, this yeah. guy's got quite, quite the the list. I mean, just Black Hawk Down and Gladiator for me. Those are two fantastic movies. Yeah. Also, Don't Sleep on the Martian. I have. Oh wait, I have not seen that yet. Oh, it- oh, <laughs> oh, it's such a good it's space so movie. Good, maybe, maybe Damon's best movie. So smart, Matt Damon's best movie. Yes, would Whoa. you agree, Brad? I mean, or is that a? I think it's my take? favorite, Matt Damon. Yeah, I mean, obviously, wow. in Goodwill Hunting, like that's a good fun one too. Yeah, yeah, fun is better than Ocean. Yeah, like not fun, but twelve or thirteen. <laughs> Well, he's so overshadowed by like Brad yeah, Pitt, and then, and then in that movie, he was like the young up and comer hot star mm-hmm. compared to Clooney and Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast list for The Martian, and it's crazy. Yeah, Donald Glover was that's Donald Glover's first movie too. Oh, really? Yeah, he was pretty good Jeez. in it. Chris, it's Wiggs, a great Sebastian movie, man. Chan. Yeah. Okay, Sean Bean's in it. Like, <laughs> oh my God, Nick Muhammad from Ted Lasso's in it. Oh really? Oh my god! That's See, funny. The Martian is an that's a movie we don't talk about enough. Yeah, it, I you know, I, I wonder if it, it was, was talked about too away. much. Because I remember at the time it came out, everyone everyone liked it. Jeez, I have to add this one to my list for sure. Yeah, this, this is gonna be a good episode for crazy. for adding things to. The yeah, list, my list to be like. yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so too. Even my list, I want to see Kingdom of Heaven now. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm right. saying Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. All right. Yep. Hey, thank you so. Uh, you know what, what's the score? I think this is a close one. I think it's a 83 to. Whoops. 93 to 90. Great game. Great game. Great game. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's funny. <laughs> you do the score. Yeah. Great game. I, I know. That's why I like this because I wanted to kind of create that that you know the sports analogies we need to. Yeah. And then last, this one. I think I know who I want to go with, but it's Denis Villeneuve versus Christopher McQuarrie. And you're probably thinking to yourself, Christopher McQuarrie, how do I know that name? The man created 10 of the best, 10 movies from one of the greatest franchises of all time. You're probably wondering, Fast and Furious? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
I can't think of other ones with, with 10 movies, but it is the Mission Impossible series. He's directed oh. all the Mission Impossible movies. So that's like his big thing. And then he did like Jack Reacher. Um and he's one of like he's one of the biggest all time edge of tomorrow yeah top gun maverick edge of tomorrow jack the giant slayer (laughs) yeah valkyrie if you saw that movie with the mummy with with tom cruise i never realized he literally only does tom cruise movies (laughs) he must be deep in scientology please don't kill me scientologist that was a joke yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean i just see this and you just think wow that's crazy he created all these dang movies um, <laughs> he really does love Tom Cruise. <laughs> he does love Tom. <laughs> but then we got Denis Villeneuve, who I think is actually a modern day top director. But he's been so top for the last like maybe six, seven years. So it's, have you but, like, seen his other movies? Like, I guess the only one that I recognize from the list is Dune that I've seen personally. But I know Blade Runner 2049 was a big one recently. So. Oh, I love that. Movie. Um, I believe Arrival is probably a top five movie for me of all time. Arrival is? Yeah. Good. All right. Cool. So good. Sicario's fantastic. That's if on my list. Any... Oh, it is on your list? Okay, good. I think I've definitely brought it up once or twice. Like um, of top movies of all time that's on your list? For me, Arrival? Yeah. Okay. It's so um, smart. It's so good. It's about communication and aliens, and it's just so well done. Mm-hmm. It has Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah, I think it's it's also a unique take on the alien type movies where it's not like it's, they're like just yeah. killing people constantly. Yep. It's it's super smart, and it's the type of movie that like after you watch it, you might want to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, and then also Prisoners. Have you ever seen that one with uh, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, the guy from Wolverine? Oh, when his Hugh daughter's Jackman, taken, yeah, yeah, his daughter's getting t- he was taken from Paul Dano. I won't say anything, but Ooh. it's an insane story. It's one of the biggest best thrillers. It's got a ninety or eighty one percent Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if you've ever seen a scene where Hugh Jackman's just like, "Tell me where she is," and he just keeps breaking the toilet. <laughs> oh, I don't know if, it's a very famous scene, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's a, it's a very good movie. Um, but then you got Christian McCory, who just – I'm looking at his list. I'm like, damn, those are some top movies, especially recently. He's come out with some great movies. I mean, it's too bad that Dune 2 hasn't come out because I bet this would be a wash <laughs> Yeah, from what I've been hearing. Yeah. How, how many movies have you seen of Christopher McCory for both of you guys? I've seen a lot. I've, I've seen, seen a handful. <laughs> I've seen a handful of the thingies. I've seen Jack Reacher. Edge of Tomorrow for me. Edge of Tomorrow's a good one too. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. I watched on the plane, never finished it. Wish I could, but didn't have time. I think what stops me from choosing McQuarrie is the fact that McQuarrie's never been nominated for anything. And Denis Villeneuve's never had a bad movie. The Mummy, not a good movie. Jack Reacher, <laughs> not the best movie. I have seen The Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh, that good. Jack the Slayer, forgettable. The Tourist, Tourist, not a good movie. I know it got nominated, I think, that year. It came out. Or no, it didn't. It got a 21% Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Maybe I'm remembering wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so for me personally, I uh, I picked Denis. But Denis I thought this was a good matchup. All day. Yeah. I guess pick- I'd have to pick uh, 
for for me, I guess it's Dune versus the new Mission Impossible movie because those yeah. are like the two recent movies that I watched. Which did you like better? Oh, this Be is careful tough. what you say. I don't. I feel <laughs> like you, you didn't see Dune in theaters, did you? Or did you? No, I didn't. See, that's the thing is like Dune in theaters is an experience. Yeah, I think for like the artistic value, for the artistic value of the movie, I think Dune was a way better movie. Like directing, I but guess, entertainment would, wise, entertainment wise, I probably would say Mission Impossible. But oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. I'm sorry. All right. I mean, what do you guys I, think? Mine's for Denis. I guess I gotta go. I gotta go, Chris. Should we do a wheel? No, I'm not gonna do the wheel. <laughs> um, it's gonna go to Denis. I think. I think personally. Oh, I'm sorry, Boo. No, Who's not only losing the wheel, he's losing this uh, uh, real life. <laughs> uh, I'm, the, I'm the outlier. I, yeah. I'm just, I've accepted that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna again. I think this is a close, like 65, 60. Oh shit! I think that's a respectable score. Yeah, good defense. Good defense. Yeah. 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 Fun defense. All right, here we go. So we now have the entire brackets filled out. Let's nice. move on to the next round. The round of 16, top. It's going to be our longest episode of all time. <laughs> you think so? All right. We, we somewhat go by fast if we can. It is no, 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 no. But let's start with number one. Steven Spielberg versus Greta Gerwig. I'll be right back. I'm needed right now, but you guys can Yeah, let me just Let me, let me just uh, yeah. stay as movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I've heard Steven Spielberg's name before. <laughs> oh, oh, you just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you tell me if you've you tell me if you've heard of these. And this is no order. And I'm not gonna say all of them because he's directed uh, about 60 movies. <laughs> so many movies. <laughs> Ready Player One. Yep. Bridge of Spies, Lincoln, The Adventures of Tintin, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> War of the Worlds, The Terminal, Catch Me If You Can, Minority Report, AI, Saving Private Ryan, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, Hook, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, E.T., Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is Indiana Jones, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Jaws, uh, let me go. Those are the ones that you'll know. Don't forget about Transformers. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean Transformers? The original Transformers movie. That was Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Oh, wait, it's on. You probably just produced it. Oh, yeah, I'm doing director. Director. My bad. Um, what'd you guys decide? Greta Gerwig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much. I think I'll wait to say anything about Steven at, maybe later on because he's the number one seed for the reason. Yeah, I think it lives up to the high. Jurassic Park, E.T. Yeah. I don't have him up there, but these are the ones I'm just thinking at the top of my head. Jaws. Jaws. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Minus the Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah, Private thank God. Ryan. Huh? huh? Was he saving Private Ryan? Yep. Oh my god! He, he just and what's great about him is his range. He can go create a rated PG movie and then do something like Saving Private Ryan, a movie that I will die defending and saying is great, even though it does have good ratings. 
The yeah. Adventures of Tintin is a really good movie. That's what people have told me. I haven't seen it. It's a yeah. really it's a it's a strangely animated movie, but it's just think of a movie like um, based on the Uncharted movie. There's games. It's kind of like that, like looking for a treasure and a treasure hunt. Okay. Just good fun. What do you guys think of the score? I think this could be a blowout. blowout. <laughs> Even more, like 100 to 71. <laughs> you know, yeah. give, Gre- give Greta more time. We'll see where yeah. she's at. But yeah. right now, she's young, up and coming. Yep. yep. There we go. See? We'll be fine, guys. This won't be the longest. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then Steven Spielberg moves on. This is going to be fun because I think the one seed is a true one seed. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It, I, it's, but it also could be a straight wash. So we'll see. Um, it's going to be fun to see what happens. Number two, Martin Scorsese versus the newly, like, like maybe the Cinderella story, David Fincher. Could this be. could be an this, exciting this might one. Be. This one could be an exciting one. I, I'm, oh, very, I'm looking up, very I'm looking up some it. Scorsese. So we got Killers of the Flower Moon, Taxi Driver, Goodfellas. Shutter Island, oh. the Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street, I didn't the Departed. Know that. Wow, he is the he is the most nominated Oscar nominations in the history of uh, Gangs of New York. Yep, Tax Goodfellas, Casino, Cape Fear. I've never heard of it, but it's a no. really good Simpsons episode. Oh, is it? Uh huh. Aviator, Shark Tale. Oh. <laughs> he did not direct that. <laughs> Wait, Raging Bull? Oh, he was. Oh, he was. Uh, okay. I mean, I think this is a tough one because Jeez, yes, when you really look tough. at the when you look at the history of movie making, no matter what, he fits the number two. But when it yeah. comes to filmaholics, we. Ha- I mean, unless those movies, I, I I've seen almost all his movies. I'll tell you right now, I would probably pick. Fincher still because that true. I mean that. And I, ah, shit, this I is, just said that out loud. It's hard for is, me to say. This is tough because to me, Shutter Island and the or Shutter Island and Wolf of Wall Street were just two really, really good movies. For me. Wolf of Wall Street's a top ten movie for me. Yeah, like those two are insane movies for me, and that that also shows you the range. Mm-hmm. You know, I think oh, Fincher oh, has more movies. Or sorry. I think that Scorsese has more movies because he's been a director for 30 years, 40 years mm-hmm. that are up, that are going to be like on the top 250. But Fincher has, for me, Gone Girl. Social Network. Social Network. Um, you know, I, I just forgot a couple of them. But I mean, it just I'm, – I'm a Fincher guy is what I'm trying to say. But, I, but I'm also a Scorsese guy. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Fincher. I want to lead the charge of this. Of this, but do not let me sway what you guys think. Oh, that's. I mean, a Martin Scorsese how, how movie. Martin Scorsese movie comes out, and I don't really go see it because it's long. Yeah. David Fincher movies, they don't come out as often, but you know. And now, hopefully, I've when you see them. Fincher, you're gonna be like, I gotta see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's Fincher. Oh, uh, what do you think, Boo? I I probably say Fincher. But just for Shutter Island and The Wolf of Wall Street, that was really close for me. That was very close. But wow. Fincher, has, Fincher has more movies that I have enjoyed, I'd say. I'd agree with that, yep. All right. 
in yeah. the first wow, upset of is- the tournament. <laughs> Martin this- Scorsese's doubled asses out. <laughs> <laughs> is this a Florida Gulf Coast versus like a Duke right Yes, here? 100%. For sure. What do you, what do you think, blood? A blue what do you think blood? the score was? I think they were 91 to 88. A little so buzzer game- beater three? Yeah. Did buzzer beater three double overtime? Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. I think David Pitcher might be my new favorite Tyrell. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I love that's why it's like you see these and you're like, oh, I didn't know that these guys did this. We're so early on, baby. We're yeah. so early on. All right, here we go. What a next, great app. <laughs> next round, we got we're gonna do James Cameron versus Ridley Scott. Ooh. All right. So let's see James Cameron's repertoire. So he did Titanic. Ooh. He did and he did Avatar. Avatar. He did the term like the best. There was a reason why Terminator has twenty movies because he did the original and it was the best. Um, is this aliens movie related to the other aliens? It movie is, and it's more of a sci-fi version, whereas the other one was a uh, horror. This one has a ninety-eight percent, and I think he actually got nominated. Like people say, Aliens is actually better than Alien. Okay, it's the sequel. Yeah. Which I haven't seen in a long, long time. Brad, have you seen it recently? No, not recently. Which one was better? Do you know? Uh, I think I like the original. Yeah. But I have to see. I'm going to see Aliens preference. again. Now, the reason I have James Cameron on here is because he has the number one spot for most, most money ever made as a director mm-hmm. because of Avatar's. Titanic was Titanic was also Titanic not top was five as well. it before. Yeah. yeah. So he has heavy hitters. That is crazy to think about. That he was the Titanic most movie most money ever. Then all of a sudden, you know, he many broke years his record. Later, broke his and, record. And then he re-released Avatar just to break, uh, just to break the Avengers record. <laughs> <laughs> like like three or four years ago, it was crazy that he was so petty to do that. Yeah. It's it's crazy because he actually doesn't have that many movies. You you would think like a guy of this caliber would have so many movies under he, his belt. He is the definition of event movie making. Yeah. And his story is so crazy. He was a janitor for many years. And he got into it because he decided, you know what? I don't want to be a janitor anymore. I, I'm, I'm a janitor at these at this film studio. He started connecting with people. They said, go to college. And he went to college and they said, we'll get you a job. So then he ended up becoming like an assistant and then like he rose. That's why he doesn't have a ton of movies is because he was, he was rising through the ranks for like 30 years, 20 years, probably. Yeah. That's it's crazy. a pretty insane story for him. Yeah. Um, and the way that he revolutionizes movies today, like when you watch Avatar, I think one of the big things is that it's such a technical phenomenon. I mean, it took him 20 years to make uh, Avatar, 15 years, something like that. Yeah. God, Brad, are you getting just a ton of text messages for the stupid chat? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm creating a podcast. But no, yeah. Um, but then we got Ridley Scott, which Ridley Scott has so many movies that are yeah. great. Yeah. But also this he is- has he has some that are bad. Some movies I, I actually absolutely hate from Ridley Scott. Whereas James Cameron, if you look at his where his Ron Tomatoes, is one of the highest rated because they're just consistently good. So are we are we counting flops against it's up to the you. Director. Yeah, it's personal you. preference. It's up personal preference. Personal preference. Oh, I. I My, think I'm going Ridley Scott. You're going Ridley Scott. Yep. 
He mm. just has some bangers that like I want to rewatch. It's hard for me to pass on James Cameron just because he is the all-time. I think for me, he gets a first-round buy. What happens next round? It's beyond me. But for me, <laughs> this is, this personally, is yeah. I'm going to pick I, that. Did you guys ever watch Titanic? I haven't seen that yet. It's a great movie. A long time really? ago. I've seen it. It's on TNT like every weekend, it feels like. <laughs> TV, yeah, it's, it's always on. Um, and Leo DiCaprio, was, that's the beginning of Leo DiCaprio. Yep. So... Yeah, and he was an entourage too. Like, yeah. Ah, Lou, you're the tiebreaker. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kev. I'm gonna go with Ridley Scott. Wow, another <laughs> upset. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, oops. Ridley Scott with I'm the really, win. I'm impressed by Ridley Scott. I knew he was yeah. like he had some bangers, but there's some bangers. I'm putting yeah. on here. It's a 77 to 68 game. It wasn't even that. Like, I actually think Ridley Scott upset pretty well. Yeah, because yeah. really, if you look at James Cameron again, he's event. I think that probably hurt him with our group with this group here because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a ton of movies. Yeah, I think not having that many really hurt. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ridley Scott, another upset, a fourteen and a fifteen seed. Did not expect <laughs> wow. that with this. This is true filmaholics fashion, right? Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. All right, here we go. Next one, we've got. You know, we're, so we just did number three. We're going to do number four to Peter Jackson versus Denis oh, Villeneuve. Oh, no. I know. I know. Oh. Oh. Wow. So, so Peter Jackson, director of uh, – let me pull this out. All the Lord of the Ring movies. <laughs> uh, he has won 12 Oscars because of that. Um, what else has he got? He did, I know he did King Kong. King Kong. Yep, he did King Kong, which I actually liked. I remember when I was younger. That's what Jack Black, right? Jack Black, <laughs> uh, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Um, man, that movie scared me when they would do like the um, like the insects and like the worm things. I didn't, yeah. Like oh, it was so creepy. Um, you know what's kind of crazy about this one? He actually doesn't have a ton of movies, but because he, the Lord he of the Rings, the greatest maybe trilogy the greatest of all time, trilogy of all yeah. time it, it's, I mean, oh. that's hard. This is hard. To, to me, I think Peter Jackson wins just because the Lord of the Rings is, like you guys said, best trilogy of all time. And it's the cultural phenomena. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Peter Jackson, but give me 20 years, and Denis might be one of my favorite of all time. Damn, I was gonna go Denis. Really? Yeah, I love it, but I forget that like Peter Jackson really just is so top heavy. Yeah, I mean Lord of the Rings changed my life. Yeah, he he has his starting five. He has three of the he has three five star players. Like that's how I would describe his team. Yeah. It's the Fabulous Five of Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not even the Fabulous Five. Fabulous I, think, I think it's a Fabulous, like, the three, like, in the, in the draft, they all go one, two, three. Like, that's did how you, good Did you is. not enjoy the Hobbit trilogy? I did. I actually did enjoy them. I, I, I think I'm one of the uh, – I'm in the minority with that. I, I Yeah, I like them too. But obviously not as good as the original. But Whereas I think Denis has a lot more hits than Peter Jackson's. 
for me, it's just pure nostalgia. And like, I still remember watching uh, Two Towers in theaters with my family. <gasps> Battle of Helm's Damn. Deep. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I just recently rewatched the Lord of the Rings, probably the last few years, but like it, it so lives good. up to the it's 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 an alien. It's rewatchable too. Yes, that's the thing. I will it's rewatch very... the extended edition. Yes, it's the only way to watch it. It's the only way to watch it. All right, there we go. Um, moving on, we've got Quentin Tarantino versus Tim Burton. For me, it's easy. I'm going Quentin Tarantino. Um, I will too. I just wanted to give a shout out to Tim Burton. I think he's a... Yeah, give us some of your favorite movies from Tim. He's a goofy dude. Um, so what he did, we'll just go through it. Um, big ones that are impressive. Like he's done cool like oh, stylistic wow. ones like Frank and Weenie, Alice in Wonderland... Sweeney Todd, Corpse yeah. Bride, Charlie Chaker, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He did the goofy Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg, which is funny. Oh, did he? Uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. Oh, he did Hollow. Him. He did the Batmans with the bat nipples. Yeah, he did. He did. Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice. I mean, early 90s, he was a good director. Mm-hmm. So I mean he I, I enjoyed what he did. So I wish he got it. You know, I want to give him a shout out, but yeah, I don't think you're beating Tarantino. I think Tarantino looking, should be a higher ranking, but I'm looking you know, at the Tarantino list. Wow. Which He's, I'm not even the biggest Tarantino guy. Are you not? Oh, I'm, I'm a huge biggest. Tarantino. I love Quentin Tarantino. I've only watched one movie on the Quentin Tarantino's list. Oh, really? Which yeah. one? Django. And it was. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> oh my god, you haven't seen any of the other ones? No. Are, are they all great? Uh, I I mean, Brad doesn't like them as much as me. I like Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious I would heavily Bastards. recommend. Okay. The Bear Jew. How how's, how's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That was a point I loved it, but I didn't watch it. I, I also love that movie. Okay. If you want to That was my favorite movie of that buff, year. You should watch Pulp Fiction. Okay. Yep. Pulp Fiction. That's always sure. like a top five of all time ever movie. So we're already naming like four that you like, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I mean, he's beaten Tim Burton, but yeah. Okay. It'll be fun for what we what we have him going against next. Yeah. So right right now we'll have him moving on. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. It's a good. He won't be doing his hundred. It'll be like a good seventy nine to to fifty four. Yeah, Tim Burton. He didn't come to play that day. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> so we got Peter Jackson versus Quentin Tarantino in the next round. That's oh, interesting. That is interesting. That's interesting. All right, the number six versus number eleven, Christopher Nolan. This this for Ooh. me blowout. Well, right, let me look. Let me look. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I mean, Christopher Nolan, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins, Tenet, uh, Dunkirk. Uh, you know, we, we just uh, Oppenheimer. Um, I mean, Wes Anderson is like the Nathan Fielder of movies. This know? is this is. I put these two together because I thought about really funding where you got the weird, quirky, like Ooh, I Anderson <laughs> versus ball. <laughs> I mean, they nuke each other in this this one. So what I'll do you think? Honest. 
I look through Wes Anderson's filmography and I have not seen a single movie. <laughs> and I'm not surprised. <laughs> One yeah, of the worst a, movies of the year for me. Yeah. He's a goofy One of the director. Worst oh, Asteroid City. I hated Asteroid City. Yeah. But that had such an all star cast that I'm surprised that it like was so poorly well, received. I think I wonder if I went into it a little more negative. And now when I. I rewatched something about it. I actually thought, okay, the, the deeper meaning behind it's pretty dope. It's all about loss, right? Right? Yeah. Or it's about loss in, um, set, not sad, but like dealing with loss. Because remember, she lost, uh, Scarlett Johansson lost her husband. Oh, see, I didn't even, I just was bored. Same, same. I think, honestly, I think my enjoyment of one of his movies has clouded my vision. Yeah, was it the... Hotel one, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I need to see that. That one is a, I think it's his highest rated one too. I'm looking at IMDb. That one's really good. I thought that one's very good, and I think that has clouded my vision for the just the entirety of Wes Anderson because what what is else that movie is about, really... Brad? Oh man, oh man, what is this about? <laughs> I liked when Wes Anderson did movies with Owen Wilson. A writer encounters the owner of an aging high-class hotel who tells him of his early years serving as a lobby boy in the hotel's glorious years under an exceptional concierge. Okay. Dave Bautista's in that one, right? Yeah, that's the Dave boy. Bautista? That's the... <laughs> Wait, Dave Bautista? Yeah, Dave Bautista. Like the... The rest, I thought he was, but is he not in it? No, I don't think so. Oh, damn. I got that mixed this up. This is like Ralph Fiennes, who did Voldemort. Oh, yeah. yeah Adrian yeah. Brody, William Defoe, Jeff Goldblum, Jude Law, Bill Jason Murray, Schwartzman, Edward Norton, Owen Jason Schwartzman, Tilda Sweeney, Owen yeah. Wilson. All star cast. Yeah. Swarcy, Swarcy, Jude Law is the. Yeah. He, he, he can get the cast. It's just he's a unique little fellow. Yeah. This, that movie won a lot of awards, right? I remember back in the day that that was like a big talk during award season. I'm sure it did, yeah. It won four Oscars. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Okay, I like I'm adding movie, that movie to my list. <laughs> I like the movie in 2019 he came out with, or was it 2020? No, 2022, which... Oh, it's the one with... Um, oh, God, what's his name? Who's in Dune? The main guy. Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. What's that? Se- what's the one that was like? It was a writing. It was about. It was a writer. The French Dispatch. The French. Di- I actually liked French Dispatch a lot. I have not seen that one actually. Yeah. Um. What do you guys think? Who won? <laughs> oh, I'm not even gonna say what I think about this <laughs> yeah. one. All right, we're gonna go. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about what movies he's done yet. Hundred to one. Yeah, that's blowout. <laughs> yeah. Pity point. All right, man. <laughs> we got the Cohen brothers versus Guillermo del Toro. You know no, what I like? Guillermo del Toro's name always just comes off my tongue of like directors, boom, him. But when really looking at it, he hasn't had a lot of like big movies. So, yeah, he's known for – he won a bunch of Oscars for Pan's Labyrinth, which was like a Spanish film. Shape of Water won Best best Oscar or Best Picture. Um, 
Crimson Peak had didn't win awards, but it was a good movie. Nightmare Alley was a fine movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hellboy and Pacific Rim, both very fun movies. Good movies. Yeah. I think he just creates very like he creates unique movies. I mean, yeah. You know, like his style is when you see a Guillermo del Toro movie, you know it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah, that's kind of like he would have been good. He would have been good against Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, because they're both very stylistic. Um. But you know what? That's why we're here today because we're not we're not just you know about people who are well known like that. I don't know. I just I think that's kind of good. And then have you guys? Do you guys know any of the movies the Coen Brothers are known for? So I'm looking through it right no now. No Country for Old Men. True Grit. Fargo, the original Fargo. Fargo. Oh brother, where art thou? Big yep. Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Yup. Yeah, I mean, I'd say Coen Brothers. I'm gonna go. I haven't seen Guillermo all of them, but I've heard Toro. good things. You're going Guillermo? No, yep. just because I don't think I've He's seen any movies. Big from Pacific Rim guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what you say? Which one did you see? <laughs> uh, I've seen Pacific Rim, and that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, Cool. Well, I'm gonna do Coen Brothers just because I I think Country for Old Men is like it may be a top ten movie for me. Hell yeah! I haven't watched that one yet. It's really good. Um, won a bunch of awards as well. I mean, I recommend. It's one of the greatest villains of all time. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is in it. It was a good cast. It's got the villain from that one James Bond movie, right? Yeah, Javier Bardem. Yep. Josh Brolin is fantastic. Woody Harrelson's in it. Um, it's just a really good movie. Okay, and I definitely recommend it. It's also kind of like a slower movie. It's like a dad movie for sure. I think <laughs> the Coen Brothers has, do dad movies. My list has grown so much this episode. <laughs> I'm so gl- okay. Good. I'm glad you guys have that because I really want you guys to see it. Is it no no Country for Old Men where he's like heads or tails? Yes, yes. And if you yes. get it wrong, he fucking kills you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it's 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 really good, dude. I don't know. I, I highly recommend it. Okay, then we have the final, which is these are the, the Battle of the Old Fox. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, who just announced a movie this year. It's his final movie he's ever going to make. He just announced coming out called Megalopolis versus Stanley Kubrick, who has done like 2001, a 2001 uh, Space Odyssey. Oh, my God. What is happening right now in this chat? <laughs> Space Odyssey. Yeah. The Shining. Yep. He's definitely like he's like the the genius director. Exactly, yeah. He was he was the definition of events. Clockwork music. Orange, Full Metal mm-hmm. Jacket. Um, Doctor Strangelove is a freaking insane movie. Um, you know, again, this is this one might be a little tougher because if you haven't seen any of these movies, then it's it's tough to say. Yeah, but he was very well known as like being one of the best of all time and like a visionary guy. You wouldn't have a Christopher Nolan. You wouldn't have all these guys who come in with just like unique takes on things um, without him. And then he got Francis Ford Coppola who did, uh, he did the Godfather, the Godfather apocalypse. Now, now. Um, he did Dracula. He did. And what is just coming out? Megalopolis coming out. It's, it's, it's going to be a science fiction. Um, it has, which has Adam driver as a part of it. I'm so pumped Ooh. about this because he hasn't made a movie in so long. In like 20 years or something like that. The guy's like a hundred years old. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, this movie, look at this cast for Megalopolis coming out. Adam Driver, Forrest Whitaker, uh, Shia LaBeouf, Jason Schwartzman, um, you know, Giancarlo Esposito, you know, Aubrey Plaza, John Voight. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's going to be insane. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it comes out this year too, guys. So as Vu said, 2024 is the year of movies. Yep. Well, <laughs> those are some actors. Yeah, he expects the movie to come out in 2024. He just says. This one's a tough one. This one's a tough one. I know. I, I think because of the influence on the Godfathers maybe being the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. I do Francis. But Stanley unpopular Cooper, opinion, but I have absolutely never enjoyed anything related to the mob. Oh, in wow, movies okay. or TV show, I find it just so boring. I've like Godfathers could care less. Tarantino mob movies don't care. Sopranos. Um, Sopranos have zero interest. I okay. kind of agree with you a little bit. I just, Whoa. I just never have enjoyed the Irishman. I just don't give a shit about Italian people and organized crime. I don't know. Okay. So I'm going with Stanley Kubrick because I like The Shining. And even though, I mean, Full Metal Jacket, I also enjoy. But even though oh, I love Full Metal 2001 Jacket. A Space Odyssey is a little boring, I love space and I thought it was really cool. And it was, it was revolutionary for the way he shot it. And it, like, it, like just the scenes and the cinematography it was just insane. So my vote's Kubrick. All right, Vu, you're going to have to break it. I think I got to go Francis Ford Coppola just because I've all, that's the only movies that I've seen are the Godfather movies. Yeah. And Did you I enjoy them? Much, I very much enjoyed them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. Thank, dude, Vu, you have the weirdest. You've seen, <laughs> you've seen the Heaven movie and, and you've seen all the Godfathers? Yeah. <laughs> that surprised me. That does blow my mind. That surprised me. Because they're really old, it's going to be like in Big Ten play, 43 to – yeah. old school game yeah. yeah they were they weren't even shooting from the three <laughs> two, two layups yep yep oh man okay well we guys we have now the the quarter or yeah quarterfinals um we've got solid list steven spielberg versus francis ford coppola quentin tarantino versus Peter Jackson, oh, man. Ridley Scott versus Christopher Nolan, oh, man. and the Coen Brothers versus David Fincher. Wow. All right, where do we start? We're going to start. Where do you guys want to start? You tell me. Bottom up. Okay. David Fincher versus <laughs> the Coen Brothers, the number 15 seed, coming in, shooting three-pointers like crazy. Yeah. I, I got to give it to the Splash Bros on this one. <laughs> I think I do too. I yeah. think I love the Coen. I love the Coen. I love Fargo. I but I think I, like you guys. I think Fincher creates a lot of movies I love. Yeah, I agree it's, completely. Oh, we're all doing Fincher. Yeah, he's just got banger after banger after <laughs> banger. Like this dude cannot miss. Yeah, and I, think, seen, I think it was. I think it was a big upset. Honestly, I think it's. Have like you a seen Girl with a bit uh, Dragon's tattoo? I have, not uh, I, I have not yet. I want to. Have you, Brad? I have not. But it's I want to check the, it out. Maybe we I, all check it out. It's, it's got the James Bond guy. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah. 
Wow, David Fincher, number fifteen seed, is moving on to the court or to the semifinals. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Ridley Scott <sighs> versus Christopher Nolan. You guys, I can't be. I'm gonna just let you know right up. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's uh, Christopher Nolan. It's Christopher I mean, Nolan it's Christopher for me. Nolan. But this I'm to me, on. this to me is like a. They're both shooting threes, and it's triple non-stop. triple overtime. Like yeah. maybe the greatest, maybe the greatest game of all time. It could be. That's yeah, until that's we get later bad. into the bracket. But yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of movies that I have no idea about with Ridley Scott. So. I think whereas yeah. Christopher Nolan's pretty much heavy hitter after heavy hitter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Quentin Tarantino oh. versus Peter Jackson. I, for me, it's Peter Jackson just because of how iconic and revolutionary the Lord of the Rings trilogy was. Brad, like, what do you think? No, you, Kevin, you, you go. Think? No, Brad, you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate a lot of um, I hate a lot of Peter Jackson's movies outside of those three. But again. It's up to you. I will have decided it will be Peter Jackson to move on. Peter yes. Jackson's moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, it's just, he the is the definition of top heavy. Yeah. Yes. Like once those stars graduate, that team's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Spielberg versus Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> we don't even want to talk about him, Steven. Yeah, dude, I don't think they're gonna. This is this is scary. It's very scary going into this semifinals. Now let's go top bottom. That was a really quick quarterfinal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've said what we've got to say. I think yeah. we did a good job of being like, you know, no, this is good. This is good. Yeah. All right, here we go. The best director semifinal, the Filmaholics. This is gonna be the, for the first ever, maybe the only ever. I mean, it's hard to. We'll have to see, but. Are we doing top to bottom? Yeah. Top to bottom. Steven right. Spielberg versus Peter Jackson. I got to look up Steven Spielberg one more time just to, just to I see. I think this one is thing. because it's top heavy and the ones that Steven has made have really been instrumental to like film industry. I yeah. think Steven's got to move on. Boo. Uh... I don't. I'm looking at the list for Steven Spielberg right now. We're talking like the classics of the classics. You've never seen Jurassic Park, Vu? I've seen the first, the original one. That's the one he did. They're like they're I, you know, they're I. Have you ever? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? uh, Now this is not one of his top, but I mean, Ready Player One. I have not. Oh, that'd be a good one up your alley. That'd be a good one for you to check out, dude. Okay. You know what? I don't. Oh, they did back. He did Back to the Future, The Goonies. No the one talks about War Horse. Nobody talks oh. about War Horse. <laughs> for, for me, Steven Spielberg. Wait, he did Back to the movie. Future? Steven Spielberg's best movie for me is Saving Private Ryan. Oh, no. He produced it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Vu, you're. Pe- yeah. Look, you I, know what? I'm going to look this up. How many? How many awards? Yeah. Has Spielberg's Steven. only won three. Four. Oh, three. Yeah. And he's been nominated 332 times for Jeez. awards. 
his damn he, he's kind of cold from three <laughs> 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 he, he a post player <laughs> yeah dude oh my god but peter jack but here's the thing about those three movies how about this should we look up top 100 movies of all time see how many steven spielberg movies there are and see how many peter jackson movies there are oh are you guys leaning towards spielberg or my vote is spielberg for sure really wow Wow. i mean those three movies done by what three movies are they um the trilogy the lord of the rings trilogy oh okay like those three truly do mean a lot to me but did steven spielberg do uh, Oh no, that wasn't him. I mean, Spielberg has just done wowzers. Wow, I will say this: Lord of the Rings: Return of the King is ranked seventh on the all-time list. I'm gonna share this screen with you guys. This is the high, rank, highest ranked movies of all time. Okay, we got. Did he do Schindler's List? He did. Shit, it just beat out. Wow. Okay. Wait, Spielberg did Schindler's List? Yeah. yeah. And then Ooh. Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's number two. So that's the, two for Peter It makes Jackson. me really sad that Two Towers is the lowest down. Yeah, at it's number thirteen all time. He has three. He has fifteen. Was Forrest Gump also? No, that's Robert. Zeme- I should have put Robert Zemeckis in. I completely forgot about him. I mean, we've got the three in the top. That's why it, it makes sense that this is a heavier battle because Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Fincher has like three in the top seven and uh, Fight Club. It is kind of interesting that uh, by critical acclaim, Spielberg has certainly dropped off once the turn of the century happened. Green Mile, was that Spielberg or was that Zemeckis? Wasn't him. Wasn't Spielberg. Oh, wow. Frank Darabont. Wow, I didn't even think about that motherfucker. Spot eight, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Let's go. That's what you like to see. Ridley. I think Ridley had a couple in there too. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm fine either way, but I think my vote will go to Steven. Well, Jurassic Park is one of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, he's gone his different genres he's done. They're all just bangers. (sighs) What about... we root for box, what Peter Jackson 100%. What about box office grossing? Oh, it's gonna give Steven. You think so? Yeah, dude, three those three movies are against Steven Spielberg's like 30 years of hit after hit after hit after hit. It after exceeds hit. 10 billion for Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I, I hate having 6. such a dominant Peter Jackson. Oh, wow. But I feel like Peter Jackson's a more efficient director. You know, he's kind like, of in the, he's, to me. He's kind of the same as Steven as Spielberg. I mean, he had that trilogy, and then after that, I haven't really been impressed. Has he come out with other stuff after? I mean, like the other Lord, the Hobbit trilogy. Like that shouldn't have been a trilogy. King Kong, like it was meh. It was I, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, 
Thou shall not grow old a docu- of ass. So for real movies, he really kind of stopped after The Hobbit. It was his big thing was 2001 to 2003. Yeah. Whereas Spielberg started, I'm going to say started with good movies like 1975 and he was going all the way up until 2000. Yeah. But hey, you stick with your guns and you go your way and we know where we go and we go, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? It breaks my heart, but I mean, I gotta go Spielberg. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm gonna... Spielberg has more content. But again, Much if so you more. haven't seen them or whatever and you're, you're like, hey, yeah. I'm a Peter Jackson boy. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Pretty good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Finds the one movie. All right, guys. Here, I'm gonna see this quick. Uh, 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 what are uh, you uh, looking uh, up, Kev? I'm looking at this. Okay, I'm gonna share my screen. We got Peter Jackson. Oh wait, no. Let me share it. All right. We got Peter Jackson versus Spielberg. No way. I'm not saying this this could I just want to say this could add to the determining factor, but uh-huh, uh-huh. here we go. Let's see what let's see what they say wins. Let's go. Let's just see what happens. All right. And how do I press play? All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Go. Oh my god. We have an animated horse race to decide. (laughs) Oh, oh! You just. Congratulations, Peter Jackson. Your top heavy was so heavy. That that's what I'm saying. Did, are we counting that or no? Was that just we can we didn't go into this 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 uh... Peter Jackson in the finals? You think so? Horses don't lie, Kev. All right. <laughs> just like wheel don't lie. Let me know if the sanctity of the game was ruined because of that. But Peter Jackson moves on. I love it. I love I'm not that. hating it. I'm not hating it at all. And then we've got. Christopher Nolan versus David Fincher. I think David Fincher was a magnificent run. I'm going Christopher Nolan to the day I die. I also will to the day that I die. <laughs> I'm gonna go against the grain here. I want to. I want to say David Fincher, my new favorite uh, <laughs> director. Well, I love All right. it. All right. Well, um, I, would you say it was a close battle though? For sure. I mean, they earned like Fincher earned its spot. Yeah, Nolan puts out like A pluses. Fincher, he's like an A A minus. Yeah. 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 All right. I didn't even realize I loved Fincher so much until today. That's great. I love that there's like a little realization. That's how, yeah. that's why I love doing this. When you guys are probably thinking, I don't know many directors. Now, hopefully, yeah. you guys see these names and think to yourself, Oh, when I see them, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. The movie should yep. be good. That's the thing about this show, man. Filmaholics. I bet you guys didn't know. Need, look at all the knowledge you've gained, and just it, that's what it kind of f- adds to it. It's gonna be more fun going forward. Should we, you know, I love it. I love this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're in the finals. <laughs> Battle. We have the trilogies. We have Peter Jackson versus Christopher Nolan. The four versus the six seed. 
Four was just upset maybe the greatest team of all time, the top three. We've got the – I mean, Peter Jackson, they've got the top three, you know, the top three – I mean, they'd be a one – in a team of 64, Peter Jackson is a number one seed. So it's not like Mm -hmm. it's insane to put it out there. Versus Christopher Nolan, a number two seed, newer guy in a way. But, I mean, banger after banger after banger. Vu, what say you, my guy? To me, can we, can we just take a step back? Trilogy versus trilogy. Oh. <laughs> because I don't that's... like the first one as much of the Dark Knight series, it would be probably Lord of the Rings. I would agree. I, I would agree, too. But then yeah. you realize then there's like seven other movies that I love. <laughs> Yeah, and then Peter Jackson literally is like nothing after those three. Yeah. But they're yeah. so top heavy. I mean, is the Lord of the Rings going to bring a guy to being one of the greats of all time to us because that it can bring it that much up? I think getting them to second place is a beautiful yeah. thing. I think so too. That trilogy truly. Wow. I wish I was like an adult during 2001, 2, and 3. Yeah. But being a that kid was a, still pretty fucking cool. Yeah. If I was an adult back then, that would be a Thursday midnight premiere for me. Oh, for sure. Man. Yeah. Wednesday yeah. night. Like, I'd be yes. going to, like, the secret screenings. Like, y- Yep. But then but, you look at Nolan's filmography and, you know, there's Dunkirk, Inception. So those are, like, the two movies that I've seen outside of the trilogy. I and, think that we'll look back at Christopher Nolan as a Steven Spielberg-level director by the end of it. Yeah, I really do think so. I would put um, my life savings on him going down as the greatest director of all. I think so too. I think I would too. Yeah. Is, is this like a Jordan versus LeBron debate? Is is Nolan? No, this is like a Jordan versus a Steph Curry debate. Spielberg versus Nolan. I think no. I sorry. I think oh yeah yeah for sure. That's it. Now I would say Spielberg, Jordan, LeBron James, yep. Nolan, or Christopher Nolan. Yep. I put Peter Jackson as like Steph Curry. I like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, as Steph Curry. He, he he's got one part of the game that he does very very yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. You know, he is the best at it. I yep. put like Scorsese as maybe Magic Johnson, Bill or, Russell. You know what I mean? But like Bill somebody, Russell, Bill, okay. old uh, and just has a shit ton of titles. Yeah, I mean. God, I'm, where's fin, where's Fincher in this? Is he Kevin Durant? I think Fincher's I like KD. that. I love that KD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's got Loki. a great offense, but he just can't get that title. But he's had yeah. he's had a couple titles. I mean, he was on that top two fi- or top fifty. Had two of them. That's true. That's true. I, you need to see uh, Zodiac, Brad, and who you need to see. Or a it, lot of movies. <laughs> you need to see who a lot of them probably. Yeah, or not really. I think you is is Fincher your most watched? Fincher is probably my most watched. <laughs> I'd love to hear that, man. <laughs> um, well, then, hey, I think we have it. Yeah, the champion of the I really Bowl like Hollis. this. I really like. Yeah, I really like this final matchup. I do too. Yeah. And the champion goes to the for, for the film hogs drum roll top Ooh. directors of today, Christopher <laughs> yep. Nolan. Yep, with the win. 
Well, if, I could, his... if I could marry one director, I'd marry that man. Yeah, we, we got to send his award in the mail. If you could only choose one director's movies to watch for Christopher the rest Nolan. of your life. Christopher Nolan, for sure. Yeah. I If that's what the debate comes down to, yeah, I would choose Nolan. I think Fincher would make me depressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love them. They're great movies. Yeah. But, like, if I, I watch these. I wouldn't I watch... hate having to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy for the rest of my life. No. Oh, God. The things you'd be able to achieve, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy that Peter Jackson is so it just couldn't figure it out. Besides that, yeah. Could it be? I mean, the material he was working with, to be fair, pretty elite. Yeah. Because yeah. it is an adaptation, whereas Christopher Nolan, I'm pretty sure these are all just like original pieces. Besides Dark, the Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't based off of, like, right? Comics. I mean, it kind yeah. of is. Like, there are things he takes from it, but... That's Whereas true. Lord of the Rings is a trilogy book series that... That's yeah. true. That's true. Like, he already had a great script. Yeah. So it's it like looks we're like ta- Peter Jackson wanted Lord of the Rings to be... Like, he committed his career to somehow getting that on screen, and he created a 35-minute video to Disney... And a bunch of others, and they said no. And then, because I think it was a risk. Just, I mean, who wants to sit around for that? You know, yeah. At the time, and you and you had to do it well. Was the CGI ready? If you had done this movies in 1990, it wouldn't be ready. Yeah. That blows my mind. Um, yeah, man. Directing movies are great. I just can't believe we we got here today where we are, and. Uh, the fact that that's the one that surprised me, David Fincher coming out here with the number 15 seed. Um, mm. Scorsese shitting the bed, getting eliminated <laughs> yeah. first round. Here's a dude, step up. Um, well, so what other big upsets do we have? We had uh, James Cameron getting upset by Ridley Scott. Yeah, huge upset. I think we had, I want to give a shout out to Denis. I mean, yeah. give that guy more time, give him more time. I don't I know think, if he's yeah. gonna upset Peter Jackson, but in 10 years, he might. Who knows? Yeah. Damn, he's really. He's well, making some good movies. Yeah, we don't know about Dune. Trilogy. Dune could be the greatest trilogy of all time. Yeah, trilogy versus trilogy, right there. <laughs> oh, don't get my, don't get my hopes up, boys. <laughs> yeah, I heard he's gonna finish with Dune Messiah. That was the that was the news. Which I'm interested. So he's doing two movies for book one. Mm-hmm. There are like six books. Mm-hmm. But oh. is he just doing a movie for book two? Was Dune Messiah? Yeah, he may just do two for that too. Who knows? That was his. That was that was the original author's last book, right? And then his no, son took no, over. He, the author did. I think he finished all of like the main story that he wanted to. Oh, did he? And then okay, his son. The Dune, the Dune series is six books. I think so. Yeah, but they're not so. like. I don't think Paul Atreides is in all of them. No. Oh no 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 no. Yeah. It's like an entire universe. It's gonna be. It's. I've, I've heard that too. Did you read all six, Brad? I think I'm on book five or six. Yeah, I could see reading that in a row could make a man go insane. <laughs> it's just, yeah, the universe they've created has a lot of words that just don't exist in English. So yeah. you just have to remember like, oh, the jaja is this. <laughs> the heart of it all is, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much, boys. I think I, pre- I think we did a great episode today again. This um, was low-key a good bracket. That was yeah. a great bracket. We could have maybe done a bracket of 32. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. um, we didn't get that done. But, boys, that's what I'm telling you. 
We're going to keep having more brackets like this. You know, if you, you guys are going to learn a lot about movie, the movie industry. And I think it hopefully with more brackets, this one, like this one today, pleasantly surprised all of us. I think I had really a lot of fun with this one too. I learned um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you added a lot of movies to you guys' list. Absolutely. Um, again, shout out to Christopher Nolan for winning this bracket. And, uh, We'll see you guys all next week. Follow and subscribe to our cha- all of our channels, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, uh, and uh, anywhere else you can find a podcast. I think except for Apple. I don't think we're on Apple. I try- I'm trying to get us on Apple for some reason. <laughs> it's like impossible. Yeah. Boys, do you have anything on, to say? Keep on waiting for the merch. It's coming soon. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Shout out um, Christopher Nolan. We love you, Entourage. Yeah. Keep listening. Yeah. Yep. All right. Entourage, everybody out there. We appreciate it all. We love you. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening to episode 22 of Filmaholics Entertainment Pod. Fap returns. The Fap returns. Peace. <laughs>